0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Well, hey there, folks. Welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined by Colton, a.k.a. Out of Spec Detail. How are you doing, Colton?
1: doing great today
0: awesome yeah so uh we are talking detailing well with you on that basically usually means there's something involved with making a car look good or keeping a car looking good and uh, i think that's an important aspect of a car ownership i mean a lot of people grew up with ice cars you know internal combustion engines kind of learned how to take care of the maintenance but The other big component is how the car looks. Now, if you're buying a 25-year-old used car, maybe you don't care about the paint as much. But for those of you buying new cars, which is a lot of people, especially in the EV world right now, you buy it, you see that beautiful factory paint, or in some cases, not beautiful, (laughs) you want to fix it. But uh, we've already talked about paint in a previous episode. Go check that out if you're curious about paint, because that was a fascinating conversation I had with Colton a few weeks ago. But today we're talking about ceramic coating. That is something, you know, it's a buzzword almost. People talk about in the industry, it's the way to kind of protect your car in various circumstances from various things. But I wanted to dive deeper beyond the word. What does it mean? What are the varieties of ceramic coating? What is that versus wax? Um, Because that's something, you know, at least I grew up kind of waxing cars or at least being experienced to that. Um, What is it and what can you tell us about its importance and uh, where it lies in your
1: job? Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of what I built my business around is really um, doing a lot of paint corrections and ceramic coatings. So getting scratches, swirl marks out and then protecting the car. Now, just in general for coating durability, there is just this massive wide variety of durability. So it can go from as far as ceramic coatings, as you talk from maybe one year to 10 years. And some companies promote lifetime. I want to kind of dive deep into that um a little bit later but just in general so if i get a client that goes okay i'm interested in ceramic coating um i don't really understand it what are my benefits what am i you know what does it do what doesn't it do first off i'm going to say ceramic coatings are not snake oil they are not like bulletproof things that you put on your car you never have to wash it again they just like repel all dirt it's not the case at all there's a lot of maintenance that goes on with them The biggest thing um, that I really think ceramic coatings are made for is maintaining a vehicle. So going back to a traditional wax, so those will typically last around one to two months of, you know, kind of durability for wax. Now you also have kind of this mid-range between um, wax and full-on ceramic coating, which is like a more sealant. Those can be a six to 12-month deal. Now we're starting to infuse ceramic coatings into sealants and in waxes. Um, But I I think they are definitely in these different categories and definitely have their difference in durability. Um, The big thing that we're talking about when you get a car ceramic coated in general, I go through this principle talking about the less you touch your car, the better. Now, there's some caveats with that because you need to wash these things, make sure that you're getting the dirt and grime off. Um, But... Say if you're waxing every one to two months and you're going around doing this on every little panel and putting, you know, lots of stuff on there, you're always risking the chance of putting scratches, swirl marks, love marks, as we call them, um, as you're kind of touching the paint. So having something that's more durable that you don't have to do that, you can have a lot of lubrication when you're washing. So water and soap is your essentially lubrication, minimizing that risk. That's why I really, really like ceramic coatings, um, especially... environments like Colorado here, we have a lot of nasty, nasty wintertime, just crud on the road everywhere. And it's really important to kind of help remove that. Now over the wintertime, you will get this kind of buildup. You'll see um, a lot of the times, the big thing with ceramic coatings is they beat up. And then you'll see this kind of wake, I call it behind the front wheel, kind of down the doors and on the back end to where it's going to sheet water. Typically, what's happening there is the coating is actually getting um, kind of contamination built up in there. So you have to go back in, hand wash it, and release all the contamination because it's just clogging the pores in the ceramic coating, not allowing it to actually bead.
0: That's really interesting, yeah. And we'll we'll have a whole other episode for those of you tuning in. Like and subscribe, by the way, because um, we're going to talk about winterizing your vehicle and such, which is definitely important in Colorado. Um, we'll get to that in another episode. But I did want to ask, you know, what as far as the compounds of ceramic coating, how they're made, I guess, or what's inside them. Why is there such a disparity? Why? How is there one year and a ten year, and of course, all different segments in between that what is the difference and what do you typically use the most
1: yeah so there is just a massive difference and i I think this is one of the pros and cons to the kind of ceramic coating industry is because when um you know somebody comes to me and the new buzzword is graphene ceramic coatings um, i think a full like deep dive into talking uh graphene coatings is probably needed but the term ceramic is really interesting because the chemical compositions in these are completely different. So, um, you know, your typical SiO2 that is found in kind of your base ceramic coating reacts very differently than to what I use. So I'm actually switching coatings. We should probably talk about that as well in another um, kind of whole video and subsection, but um, they use If I don't even think I'm uh, saying that, right? It's this like crazy <laughs> long name and it's how the actual coating, Um, is chemically made. But there's a huge durability difference. And that's it's really interesting. Um, I think a lot of the times in the industry, what really concerns me is that they're not physically testing these on cars most of the time. They're doing kind of lab tests and controlled environments, um, you know, to put this, okay, we've got a five-year coating, an eight-year coating, a 10-year coating. And real world is very tricky because it's how do you wash your car? Are you taking it to a car wash that uses... Um, non pH balanced soap, and it's kind of stripping the coating off. Do you never wash your car? Do you always wash it? So there's so many different factors that play into that, that it gets, it's kind of overwhelming to understand from a consumer and even as a detailing kind of nerd uh, on what's actually good, what's not, because there's a lot of marketing hype around the buzzword as we talked about ceramic coatings in general
0: yeah wow, that makes sense. I mean, how do you determine which products to use because there's there's probably a lot on the actual you know product field as far as the playing field of everything. Um, how have you kind of selected the ones that you tend to lean towards and why do you like them so much?
1: Yeah, so I when I originally started was um, kind of using a few different companies. so I, I originally started with CarPro um, using kind of their their consumer grade ones, which was CCos um uk so it was made for kind of those wetter colder environments which we have here in colorado Um, but i've kind of developed and understood different coatings now one big thing that i look for in ceramic coatings is how they go on because there's nothing worse than spending 20 30 hours like polishing perfecting the paint and then you put a coating on and it goes on horribly you've got high spots everywhere streaking everywhere Um, So really finding that balance is very, very tricky. What I've recently been running into, um, and I don't necessarily wanna blow up G-Technic on this, but I have been using the G-Technic Crystal Serum Light and XOV4 combo. Now these are not their accredited program. I think we should touch on that in this video as well, talking about accredited versus uh, consumer grade. But what I was having a lot of issues with was actually paint swelling as we call it. So it's the carrier of Um, how the actual coating gets dissolved into the paint to physically bond to it. It would cause the paint to actually swell and give these really crazy marks. Um, Kyle's plaid back here. I was having a lot of issues with that. You get these big, like dark streaking marks on it. And it's typically on softer paint. A lot of times we see them in GM paints um, and, and issues like that, but it, it's it just, it's such an interesting topic to think about. Like the, the crystal serum light that I was using was, you know, you would put it on there and wait for it to flash. You could leave it on for two to three minutes. This new stuff I'm using, which is actually Gion Mo's Evo. So it's a new um, composition of it using that polyzylose, I know I'm going to get murdered in the comments because I don't know how to say that. (laughs) And uh, I I probably should figure that out, but um, It's it's really fascinating. This stuff goes on and it is literally between three to five seconds, physically bonding to the paint and needs to be wiped off between 15 and 30 seconds. So it's like, bam, really quick. Whereas other coatings, you can leave it on there. Uh, before it's ready to come off. I mean just the amount of understanding behind this can get very very confusing in general
0: Yeah, I mean I'm kind of confused just hearing about it and I've always been confused a bit but that's kind of why I have a, a profound appreciation for your work and the people who do decide to nerd out about it because there are just so many products I mean even just going to for example Adams polishes by myself I could just look at all their detailing stuff and I'm like, um, I don't even know what I need I don't even know what questions to ask. <laughs> There's, that's you know that's other topics for videos as well. But like you mentioned, I, I was curious about this whole process of consumer grade versus accredited. What does that mean, and why have I never even heard that before?
1: <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's kind of this. It, it's it's kind of strange when you really dig deep into it. Now, I'm kind of in the works, in all honesty, to um, start working with Gion in their certified detailer program. And that's really what it is. So it's, you can, so say, Jordan, you want to ceramic coat your car. um, You go to, I want to buy a G-Technic coating or a Gion or Adams polishes coating. Those are the consumer grade ones. Now, they also have a step up above that to um, have longer durability coatings that are warranted, but also professionally installed. So that's one of the, the big things. Now, I will say I have shied away from kind of going down that rabbit hole, um, solely based on, I really didn't like the durability factor in some of those um, pro grade cr- coatings. So you physically, Jordan, couldn't go buy this actual coating and install it. I couldn't here unless I was physically accepted into their program to be able to do that. So there's a couple of things that I think it's good that you have kind of these top level coatings, but I just, to me, the durability has always been this weird thing. I, I really kind of struggle with a, putting a coating on a car that lasts any longer than five years. Why I say that is because a lot of the times what happens is these cars get, they get driven hopefully, right? Um, so you're taking it out, you're getting it dirty, you may not have the absolute perfect wash method every time. Somebody may smack a cart against your car in the, you know, in, in the parking lot, or kids rubbing up against whatever it may be. I kind of find that like three to five year range, depending on how you use your car, um, is a good time because the cars need to get repolished, and then we can give it a nice refresh, recode it, instead of having this like ten year, in my opinion, kind of snake oil stuff, and have this whole warranty program that is. If you don't bring it in, don't wash it, then your warranty's voided. I just don't feel from a detailer's perspective, it's gaining a lot. And I think from the consumer side, it's actually um, a lot worse in general.
0: That's interesting. So we, we get a lot of questions, you know, about, the cost of things especially all the ev videos we do like when we're doing road trips and stuff everyone's like hey what was the cost of your whole trip because electricity is not free unlike some of the early marketing and the the way tesla introduced free supercharging for life for certain older cars that was cool i'd love to find an old model s with that but um as far as cost breakdown obviously there's so many factors that go into it as part of the product but also even the size of the car how much product is needed but as far as the timeline I mean, is it as simple as a five year treatment would be half the price of a 10 year treatment or is that not how this breakdown works?
1: Not at all, it's actually really fascinating. And I kind of run through this quite a bit in the, um, and when I'm kind of considering what coatings to use and purchasing them is, Um, I'm on some wholesale programs, so I get coatings at a discounted price, not paying full retail, what say you would, Um, but there is a huge disparity of that. And, you know, thinking about coatings that are single application. So you buy um, one bottle and apply it once, whereas um, like G Technic is a two layer coating. So you top csl with xov4 now this new stuff i'm using which is Geonmo's evo that's our consumer grade one um, is a two-layer coating with the same actual chemical composition so again talking through this it's it's very different and all companies kind of do it very differently um now their pro level coating that i'm considering using for my business is a single layer um, but they only sell it in 30 ml bottles now I'm not allowed to talk about the actual price point that I pay for that coating, but I'll tell you in general, it's about for a wholesale price for me to buy a single bottle is about um, it's double to almost triple of the other coatings from the consumer grade to pro level.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's it's not as simple as what people might make it out to be, Um, but it's fascinating. It's a fascinating Component to car ownership that a lot of people just ignore but a lot of people obsess over and want to Engage it because I mean I guess to to kind of back up um, You said ceramic coating is really to help protect it from Elements and kind of make it easier to take care of and wash Um, Is there like what what's your like direct method for washing like your cars that are ceramic coated and how how much? Like what do you see as the wash method of ceramic coated car versus a non ceramic coated car? to help ease the minds of people who are wondering why they should even do it.
1: Yeah, so the big thing with coated vehicles, so my personal Tesla Model 3 over here and actually Kyle's plaid are both coated. Now these are kind of very different cars because his is black and sits outside 24 seven, mine is white, sits mostly inside. Um, Typically what I'll do on my personal Model 3 is every time we get a rainstorm, it starts getting a little dusty. Um, I'll do a quick foam down here at the shop and kind of rinse it off and I can air dry it because um, I've got you know filtered water, I've got heated air to dry it off. Now, when the car gets a little dirtier, doing the full three bucket method, having a bucket for wheels, having a clear water rinse bucket and a uh, full soap bucket is really how I maintain these cars in general. So what I would say, it's really not different washing them um, still. The, the challenging thing with a non-coated cart is everything's harder to remove. So if you get tree sap on there, if you get um, bird poop on there, bugs, grime, everything, you start wanting to like scrub these areas because they're just like so deep into the pores of the paint um, that it really makes it a challenge to get it off. And typically what you're doing when you're scrubbing these things, putting scratches in, putting love marks in. So we're trying yeah. to avoid that. And you'll find that they are just like a nightmare to clean. Like when I start these cars coming in as for doing maintenance details on coded cars, it is just night and day difference how they clean up. Like it's <laughs> insane.
0: That's awesome. Yeah no that makes sense and um you know as far as the the materials that can be coated i mean obviously the paint and the wheels you've talked about but you've even been working with some rivians right that have that plastic cladding kind of along the bottom which is pretty porous and i've seen you know we're we're seeing so many cars in the industry have this plastic cladding it apparently makes things look Mm -hmm. more rugged which is funny because there's a lot of cuvs that will never see dirt still have this plastic (laughs) cladding it seems to fade in the sun a bit i mean what's what's special about taking care of that versus with the paint
1: yeah exactly so that that's one thing i really like about the ceramic coating industry right now is there's not like a one size fits all for everything so i have different coatings for ppf than i do paint then i do wheels and then for the trim as we were talking about um yeah these rivians i have quite a few on the books i've done quite a few of them now and honestly immediately from the factory these things are already looking really dull and kind of just not the greatest, to be honest. You get the paint dialed in, get it polished and coated, and then you look at the trim and you're just like, it doesn't pop, it just looks black. So what I've been using a lot is um, ceramic coatings for trim, and I've been using um, G-Technic permanent trim restore on it, and it is just fantastic. The big thing with that I like about it is it's got a lot of UV protectant, so car sits outside, it's gonna stay nice um, and deep dark black for years to come. I I actually made a video over on the Out of Spec Detailing channel talking about that specific coating versus um, more of like a dressing, a quick um, kind of, again, the same thing talking wax versus ceramic coating um, and a dressing for trim versus um, a full-on ceramic coating. It makes a huge difference on durability, on time you have to you know continually maintain, and it's just kind of fascinating when you really dive into it
0: i find this super fascinating i mean partially because there's i've just never given it that much attention um and just ignorance is bliss but then once you start experiencing ceramic coated cars and washing them it's like oh this is this is way nicer than yeah the scrubbing the really cringy scrubbing of bugs and weird yeah. grime off the cars um i definitely feel that and even you know, we have so many random rough roads. You might be driving through freshly tarred stuff. There's so much that happens to these cars. But on one hand, it's awesome to see them driven. You know, as much as I love a pristine car because it's a museum piece, I love even more a car that's driven all the time properly and still taken care of. So, yeah, that's, And I that's appreciate... the cool
1: thing with these coated cars, Jordan. Sorry to cut you off there. But that's a oh, really yeah. cool thing is that you can, like, go beat them up and then give them a nice wash and just kind of reinvigorate everything and make it nice and clean again.
0: That's perfect, yeah. Well, yeah, thanks for um, diving in a bit on this. If there's any anything else you want to add before we close out, but this is a good kind of, I think, introduction to ceramic coating, if nothing else. Uh, there's obviously so many little niches and facets we can get into, and I think we should at some point, but it's, it's a fascinating component of a very small piece of this giant thing called detailing and taking care of cars
1: yeah it's it's just kind of crazy when you really dive deep into it i would love to do more ceramic coating topics and um you know just kind of there's so much stuff to talk about in there i mean we've only touched the tip of the iceberg if you will on it but um i think for this one if you guys have any questions or videos you'd like to see in the future um some questions as far as ceramic coatings feel free to leave those in the comments or um you know, send us messages on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be. V- be very curious to check those out.
0: Yeah, definitely let us know your questions because, like he said, we've only scratched the surface. Cringy pun intended. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot more <laughs> to get into. So check out Colton, of course, at Out of Spec Detail on Twitter. And, uh, of course, Out of Spec Detailing, the YouTube channel on which he is running. So, And, um, you know, we're here at the Out of Spec Podcast. We have video and audio formats, of course. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll see you very soon on another detailing podcast because we have all of these things to talk about in the midst of everything else we talk about. (laughs) Cheers,
1: guys. (laughs) Definitely.